Welcome everyone to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Voles, site manager at One Foot Down. And uh, just going to do a little quick, short uh, kind of thing for you guys today. I was going to write this up, and uh, please excuse any background sound you might hear for the next couple minutes. Uh, it may or may not be a washing machine, or it may or may not be the Red October. Uh, but uh, just wanted to talk to you just for a, a quick minute about your favorite players. I mean, we're getting close to football season right now, and I mean, it's it, it's happening, y'all. I mean, here comes July, so all the dead stuff is about to die down, and uh, just like that sound, and you know, football season's going to happen. Media days are going to happen around the country. Notre Dame's a little later on that than everybody else, a planned later, but uh, you know, we're getting into it, so Let's talk about your five favorite players. Now, this doesn't have to be, you know, the best players or the All-American candidates or any of that. I am more interested in who are the the five players that you're paying attention to the most. You know, maybe they're not starters. You know, maybe they're they're sophomores. Um, I, I have a hard time calling a favorite a guy that's not seeing the field that often. But you know, maybe that maybe that's your guy. <clears throat> that's that's who you. You're, you're hooking on to and, and you're sticking with. And, you know, maybe it's a sophomore that's going to blow up this year. So, you know, you'll be in the, the forefront. You'll be the team leader, the, the captain, uh, you know, with that guy. So just want to know, you know, and, and I'll have, the, if you're just listening to this uh, as a podcast itself, head over to onefootdown.com. If it's not there, it'll be there very shortly. Uh, the post that, that will have this podcast. And, you know, let me know what your top five players are. I, you know, I, I've had all sorts of different reasons throughout the years about who is my favorites and why, you know, some of it has to do with dreadlocks. Some of it has to do with just some killer tattoos. Some has to do with what area of the country they're from, uh, their name, uh, you know, how badass you are. If your name is Jimmy Clausen, just whatever it is, you know, there's every year, you know, I could single out about five guys preseason. Now that, that, those names can and have changed before, you know, during the season. Uh, but uh, I remember Jonas Gray was de- definitely one of those guys. I was like, oh, my God, Jonas Gray. And, then you know, you latch on to him. And that, I think that was a lot – had to do with a lot of fans as well. So I'm going to give you my list. Uh, I'll give you some short explanations, and, and you know, then we'll just wrap this thing up. But, to, you know, head over to the site. Give me your top five because uh, I'm curious. I, w- I want to know. Um, I, d- I do a thing every year with um, I-, I call it the Subway Domer People's Champ. So it, it has a <laughs> has a very broad uh, set of uh, requirements and uh, that that are constantly changing. But uh, I-, I like to give the belt to somebody each year. Um, maybe one of my top five, uh, you know, fits in that category. I-, I haven't sat down to quite pan that out yet, but. But we'll get there. So, without further uh, BS here, giving you here, here's my top five. And you know it's me, so it might be a little strange. That's all right. So, number five, whatever tight end is playing fullback. Now, remember, Brock Wright has played that role of being in the fullback position and as a tight end uh, to put him back there. Call it an H back if you want. I'm going to call it a fullback and make my life feel better. Uh, but you know, whatever tight end feels in that role. Could it be Tommy Tremble? And if so, you know, 
I'm a lot more comfortable in that scenario with uh, with with a guy with Tommy's number like 24 rather than Brock's number of 89. You know, just for you know for aesthetics or whatever it is. If I see a guy back there lined up directly behind the quarterback, tailback behind him, that's a fullback. Even you know if he's in in a power A or a power C position instead of the B, you know that's a fullback. All right. 24, Tommy Tremble. He could end up being uh, that. Maybe it's Brock Wright again. I don't know. I But worlds will explode for me in my personal heart <laughs> if the uh, if Tommy Tremble plays that that H-back fullback role uh, this year. I, I And I like a lot of what he can bring athletically to the position out there. I, I think there's some – and if you've seen any pictures of Tommy Tremble lately – Dude has got guns on guns on guns. So I'm very excited about him. Uh, his name has all sorts of possibilities, too, for me. So we're good with that. That's number five. Number four, Liam Eikenberg. Now, I have given him the, the nickname of straight up hashtag Ohio. Uh, my home state, I love guys from Ohio. Like, I could give you my top five Ohio's of all time, maybe perhaps another time. But Eichenberg, and he's as big as Ohio. I I think I say like 6'5", 305. But I just saw a picture of him the other day uh, of a camp he was doing up in uh, St. Ignatius in Cleveland. And he is just so flipping massive, man. I mean, he is just a large, large individual. Uh, and you know, I like his attitude. I like what he brings. We probably won't hear a word from him after the Virginia Tech. Uh, we're going to beat the shit out of him incident which I absolutely adored and loved, and he will forever be uh, etched in my favorites uh, because of that, and he will forever probably be silenced by Brian Kelly and, and the Notre Dame um, media Gestapo. So, But I love Liam Eikenberg uh, as a player, and I, I lo- just love so much about him. You know, hashtag Ohio forever. I think he's going to have a great season. A lot of people have him pegged to have a kind of an all-American type season, so all the better. Uh, I just he's just one big, bad, massive individual from Cleveland. So I'm all for that. Number three, Alohi Gilman. And there's just no getting around it. The guy is a baller. He is a straight hardcore football player. He plays I mean he just he plays the game the way that you want it to be played by by a safety like that. He plays tough, he plays physical. He's better in coverage than the Clemson game. Uh, I mean, one game does not make a player. It just, it just doesn't, or break a player. And and um, Alohi Gilman showed throughout the entire season, you know, what we wish we had in 2017. You know, if we could have only had Gilman back there, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know what differences, how many more differences it would make, but a close game against Georgia, maybe that's the difference. I don't know. Uh, but he makes it, he is a difference maker back there at safety, and it has been since day one, since the Michigan game. He's back there making plays. And the dude just hits. You know, he's a guy that, that they have to pay, the receivers and running backs have to pay attention to, you know, floating out there. So for all those reasons, and the fact that I love, I mean, more Polynesians the better. I mean, go raid the islands. Uh, these guys are always underrated. Uh, they always seem to do better than their, and I say that because they always seem to do better than the recruiting rankings suggest for the most part. Uh, Manti Teo being, you know, one of the lone exceptions, but 
you know, I love I love the polys. I love the culture. Uh, I want enough of them where we're doing hakas before bowl games. Uh, and Alohi Gilman brings that attitude, brings that brings that family culture, which is an, which is important. It was an important part of Notre Dame's 2012 season. Was that you know that kind of that family environment that Brian Kelly has tried to you know create there in Notre Dame in the locker room? Some years it do, it just does not work out, but this, just this culture that these guys come from is just so like it's so intermixed life and family and all that goes with it that they help bring that to the locker rooms they're in and it, it's it, it's a really nice thing to have so. Lohi Gilman, number three. Number two, his partner in crime back there at safety. I was a former DB, so there's no Jalen Elliott. Now, I have I've written articles, I've had podcasts, and I can't stop talking about Jalen Elliott. And when we had uh, Carter Carls on on the OFD podcast, and we were talking a few things, you know, some what he had mentioned is something that just made me go ooh and ah was that. You know, Jalen Elliott is like the leader of the team, like not just like the leader of the DBs, leader of the defense, like he is the vocal leader for this team. And he had a breakthrough season last year. Look, guy's been playing since his freshman year. And I mentioned it before, struggled, you know, was not an immediate, you know, he wasn't an immediate impact guy because he was starting, but, and playing, but, you know, just was not, uh, look kind of lost out there. Total turnaround. Uh, lots of credit due to Terry Joseph coming in at, back there as a safeties coach last year. And, you know, that pair back there is just incredible. You can't I, – I, there's no way I was going to get one and not the other. Jalen Elliott put a C on his chest right now. I, I'm telling you, guys, I, I, I expect a huge, huge season from him. Look, he's an extremely athletic, uh, hardworking safety back there. And, dude, when confidence comes – it comes in these huge waves and he got that last year and confidence helps you make you play better it's just like the old adage you look good you know you look good you play good you feel good you play good and you know when you have confidence you play better especially back there at db where it takes some confidence you know jumping on balls jumping on routes it and he's getting that He's the guy out there who's yapping, you know, not necessarily trash talking, you know, not necessarily all that, but he's the guy keeping the team up, keeping the team moving, you know, keeping them excited. I mean, he's not the only one, but he is, you know, according to Carl's, the most vocal leader out there. He is like the supreme guy. So number two, Jalen Elliott with a bullet. I mean, I'm just, he's, you know, he, he couldn't, he probably should have been my number one. But as I get to that, number one, Kurt Heinisch, the dishwasher from, from Pennsylvania. Look, I love this guy. This is, I mean, I, there's just so many things about Heinisch. I, I, I don't know if I have enough time in the, in, that I'm allotting myself to podcast about it. You know, with the eye black, you know, he's a little, he's a, he's a little undersized playing that nose, you know, there, there's a tenacity there. And there, there's some reminders of, of a guy like a Chris Zorich. Um, he doesn't make the plays like, I mean, he's not a huge playmaker at nose tackle, but he's in there grinding and working just, you know, just scratching, clawing, whatever he has to do. And, you know, and I call him the dishwasher because one of my favorite stories is, 
you know, as a freshman, Kurt Heinisch and, and MTA, Myron Tagaloa, MTA, <laughs> played a lot. You know, we were, we were surprised about the rotation they had, you know, starting in the, not starting in the Georgia, but, you know, in, within the Georgia game. Like, wow, you know, these guys are, as freshmen or true freshmen are really getting a lot of playing time. So in that season, they go down, you know, to the Citrus Bowl and you get your, your goodies and all that stuff, right? And one of them was like a $500 gift card to Best Buy or whatnot. And, you know, most kids are, you know, they're going in there, they're buying a bunch of electronic stuff, you know, all sorts of good good stuff, you know, for back back of the dorm, locker room, whatever. Kurt Heinrich was in the search for a dishwasher. His parents' dishwasher broke, and he thought he, he was just going to go use this uh, this gift card and go get himself a dishwasher. Now, I believe his dad put his foot down and said, no, uh, you know, don't worry about it. We got it. Uh, but I just... I just for some reason, that story has stuck with me, you know, throughout the last couple of years. And, you know, and I've just called him the dishwasher. And look, when you go into a restaurant, one of the most important people in that restaurant that that is just back there working and grinding and, you know, doesn't get a whole lot of credit is the fucking dishwasher. It, it, I mean, they're back there. They're, your plates are clean because you are getting that that wonderful food that you just pay overpaid for uh, on clean plates. I mean, that's the guy that's working back there. You know, I mean, he's he's hustling it. That's Kurt Heinisch, man. You know, you're you're getting those you're getting those tackles because he's up there. You know, cleaning up the plates. So I have a lot of respect for those guys, and he he just has a an attitude, a swagger that that. That uh, I just I just like a lot. I mean, Kurt Heinrich is that's my dog right there. So if you know if anyone wants to battle me on that, so be it. Uh, I, I realize my top five is probably vastly different than most of y'all's top five, but hey, that's just the way of the world. Um, but just to recap, number five, whatever tight end is going to be playing the fullback. Number four, Liam Eichenberg, hashtag Ohio. Number three, Lohi Gilman, Gillakilla. Number two, Jalen Elliott. Number one, Kurt Heinisch, the dishwasher. Look, these guys are are a, a core part of this team. And yes, even that that third tight end or, or whatever option, whoever, maybe it's Brock Wright, like I said. It doesn't matter. These are a core group of guys for this team. You know, it's not Ian Book. No, it's not Jafar Armstrong. It's not Chase Claypool. Uh, it's not Romeo Quara. It's not Khalid Kareem. A lot of these guys, you know, a lot of those guys could be in a top five or in somebody's top five, but these are just my guys that are my guys, man. And it is what it is. So again, please go to the site. I will, I will hopefully have a a post up very shortly after this, uh, this gets posted to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, let me know what your top five is. I I really want to know, Give me an explanation. Don't give me an explanation. I guess it doesn't really matter. But, you know, if you feel like you need to um, really prove yourself and, and, and show why your top five is, is a certain, you know, certain guys, you know, let me know. There's no wrong answer here, man. This is your favorite. Uh, you can't really get blasted for, for your taste. I know people do, uh, but I'll never blast people for taste. I, it may not be my taste, but that's your taste. That's all right. You know, I mean, I will sit down and eat. 20 plates of oysters. Some people look at an oyster and puke. I I don't get it, uh, but you know that's the way of the world. So, look, please rate and review 
on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we, we really appreciate the <clears throat> the ratings and the reviews. Uh, keep ch- keep checking out onefootdown.com, not only for this story, but for all your Notre Dame football coverage. And we were hoping to have a full OFD podcast episode uh, recorded on Friday night. So get you set for the weekend. And uh, and we, we hope to have uh, quite, a, quite a bit more over the next coming weeks. Uh, there seems to be some some time that I'm about to have here over the next three weeks uh, to, to maybe do a few more special things, some interviews, some you know, a few extra special guests and, and whatnot. So check that out. Thanks for listening. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>